Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Faith Christian Podcast. At Faith Christian, our purpose is to help people find and follow Jesus. For more information about Faith Christian, check out our website, fccnp.org, or stop by on a Sunday morning. We'd love to meet you. Now we hope you enjoy this recent teaching from Faith Christian Church. I always love this night as we gather together and we celebrate the coming birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I was standing here as I was listening to Old Holy Night and it was making me think back to my childhood to uh, Riverside United Methodist Church. We went each and every Christmas Eve with my grandparents and Inez Wolf. She was probably 152 um, when I was a baby and 192 by the time I got married and she would sing that song every year. And I always loved to listen to her sing that song because of the passion that she shared with that song. You know, being together, singing these carols, watching all of the kids' excitement for what's to come tomorrow, it gets our anticipation for Christmas at its heights. We have spent some time this evening reading the Christmas story, both from the prophets in the book of Isaiah and from Luke chapter 2. And we've heard that beautiful Christmas story of the coming of the Savior in Jesus Christ. But I want to back up for just a minute to Mary, that young girl, probably 13 or 14 years old, there she was, approached by an angel, and the angel says to her, as she is awaiting her bridegroom, Joseph, to come and to take her and to have their marriage, she is told that you're with child. And not only are you with child, but you're to give birth to the Son of God. I can't imagine the thoughts that must have gone through that young woman's mind. But she gives us a bit of the insight of what was going on in her mind. After the angel appeared to her, you know the story, she went to her cousin Elizabeth's house, who was actually also pregnant in a miraculous way with John the Baptist. And as Mary and Elizabeth are interacting, we read in Luke chapter 1, beginning in verse 46, what is known as Mary's song. She shares these words. And Mary says, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for all, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. I love this next line. Because I think this line and completely everything that is going on. Mary says, His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. 
He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and to his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. And then it tells us that Mary stayed about three months with Elizabeth and then returned home. The birth of Jesus brought so much. This Christmas season, we have been looking at wrapping Christmas and we have wrapped Christmas in anticipation. We've wrapped Christmas in joy and in peace and in love. But the birth of Jesus is the greatest unwrapping of what Christmas is all about. Because the birth of Jesus changed people. It changed people around him that day. From Mary and Joseph and Elizabeth and Zechariah, before Jesus was born, it changed them. In the story that we read in Luke chapter 2, as the shepherds heard the good news of Jesus' birth, it changed them. It changed the people around Jesus in those 33 years that he walked on the earth. Herod continued to try to silence the message that Jesus proclaimed. And he tried to silence the message that the people of God proclaimed. And over the next 2,000 years, many people have continued to try to silence the message of Jesus. That baby that we celebrate today is a baby that changed everything. The message is this. The birth of Jesus can and will change people. But the question for you today is, will it change you? For generations, people have been touched and been changed by this Savior who came to give life eternal. But has it changed our hearts? And is it, has it changed our minds? I want to give you four practical things that you can do in the coming days to allow the birth of Jesus to change you. These are very easy. You could think of these things yourself. But I think these are so easy that we miss them sometimes. The first thing is this. We need to focus on what is important. It's easy to get lost in the muck, in the mire of stuff. But we need to focus on what truly is important. The Bible tells us that the only true important thing is a relationship with Jesus. I want to challenge you this season to take a look at what your relationship with Jesus is like. Maybe you can look up here and you can say, Brian, I've been a follower of Jesus all of my life like I have been, but we can each and every day grow in that relationship if we focus on what is truly important, spending time and being devoted to him. Maybe you've never made him a part of your life. Maybe it's time for you to think about doing that and making Jesus the center of all you do. But not just focus on the relationship with Jesus. My friends, it's time that we focus on relationships around us as well. We have come out of a horrible time in this world. And it has become very easy for us to be insulated and forget 
to see people and to see how important relationships are. Make sure you're forming those relationships, building those relationships, nurturing those relationships, and encouraging those relationships. So do me a favor, focus on what's important. Secondly, slow down. We have a rat race. We are constantly on that treadmill that never seems to get us anywhere. This past month, I know for many of you, it's been running from one thing to the next. Maybe it's time to just pause and worship Him. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., we're going to have online a worship service. I want to encourage you guys. It's just going to be a short time where you can take away from all of the stuff of Christmas Day and just pause and worship him together with us. The third thing I think we need to do is we need to recognize our blessings. Take account of all the blessings that God has given you specifically and I want to encourage you to pause and thank him for those blessings. Last weekend, my wife and Josh and I had the opportunity to go down to Cincinnati. Our oldest son, Joshua, or Jacob, I'm sorry, had a baby a year ago. He and his wife had a baby a year ago. And we got to celebrate our granddaughter's first birthday party. It was exciting. I don't have any pictures to show you, sorry. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about Olivia. But something did strike me last Saturday. We were sitting there. Olivia was opening all of her presents. And I just looked at my little granddaughter, and I thought how blessed I was. The backstory of my granddaughter's birth is that for about the year before, my daughter-in-law had experienced two lost pregnancies. My son and daughter-in-law weren't sure because of a condition that my daughter-in-law had if they were going to be able to carry a baby full term. And I sat there in the midst of all of those birthday presents, and I paused and I thanked God. I thanked God for giving us a beautiful gift and a perfect granddaughter because that is what it was all about, blessing God for the blessing he gave to us. So do me a favor. This Christmas season and in the days ahead, just stop for a minute and look at what God has blessed you with and thank him. The final thing I think you need to do is figure out a way to serve him. I've already talked about giving your life to him. That is the greatest act of service. But I think we also need to use our gifts and our times and our talents for his kingdom. Find ways that you can use the things that you are uniquely gifted in to give back to him. And find ways to bless others by serving. You see, this Christmas is all about a gift. It was wrapped up in this precious little baby that was born some 2,000 years ago. And it was a gift that changed the course of eternity. And it's a gift that can change the course of your eternity. This Christmas season, 
focus what's important. Slow down and thank God for the blessings that you have and give of your blessings to someone else. Will you pray with me? God, I thank you for Jesus, the baby that changed everything, that gave life and hope and help to each and every one of us. Father, as we continue this time of worship, may we focus and may we honor the one who changed the course of history. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.